Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Red. I'm Egberto host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Hey, 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 hey. I went on to my website today and I saw a lot of new stuff on it. Oh, my God. I think everybody needs to give El Señor Bruce Pollard a big hand for updating the our blogs uh, with a whole lot of uh, a lot of information from a lot of other writers and all that good stuff. Thank you very much, Bruce, for that. I just started getting pings and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? You you turned into a machine today, Bruce, putting up a whole lot of good information this morning or sometime. I guess it's this morning or sometime. Anyway, thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Anyway, folks, how's everybody doing? Welcome to Bruce Pollard. Welcome to Paul Fleming, Atlanta, Georgia. Bruce Pollard, Kingwood, Texas. We have British MCP, upstate New York. We also have Melanie Keelan, Barcelona, Spain. Paul Fleming, Atlanta, Georgia, AVQ, Brooklyn, New York. We are well represented throughout the country. All right, folks, where are all my peeps? They're not in quite yet. We have a great show. I have four very short videos today. In fact, as, as soon as I hit the last process, it was like one minute before the show began. So, hey, you know, cutting it that close is pretty, pretty tough. Anyway, how's everybody? Yvette Avery Herod is also in the house. How you doing, Yvette? Great to see you here. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, let's see. ATL checking in. Bruce says, we are really having fun now. Yes. Happy Thursday, says Melanie Keelan. Hey, peeps, says Bridge, to which... Uh, Bruce says, I don't want to eat hay anymore. Why don't you just give me some oats? Give me the oats instead of hay. Can we have oats? And then says Bridge MCP, oats for you all. Oats for you all. Hey, Bridge. How you doing? Beautiful Bridge. Beautiful Bridge. All right. Paul Fleming says, I cannot say this more clearly. Clarence Thomas should not be trusted to rule impartially on any case involving Trump's attempted coup. He must recuse himself. His wife, Jenny Thomas, was directly involved in uh, efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Hello. That is absolutely true. His wife herself is an insurrectionist. Why don't she try to get at any one of us who tell that truth? Paul Fleming also says Charles McGonigal one of the highest ranking FBI agents to ever face criminal charges, was sentenced to over four years in prison on Thursday for secretly colluding with a Russian oligarch. Wow. I didn't follow that one. Bruce Pollard says, problem? Are you guilty for family members' crimes? No. But if a family member on, in, in, in the West Bank does something, Israel goes and blows up the house and ship them out of there, right? So we have to re we have to really look at the differences of what what a democracy really is, folks. We have to look at the whole picture. Lee Grant is in the house. He says, "Hey, y'all. Hey, uh, actually, we we just changed the nomenclature, Lee Grant. You have to say oats, y'all. Uh, that came directly from Bruce, not hey, y'all, but oats, y'all." All right. Bruce Pollard said Thomas has enough crimes of his own to need to, to own to need to include his wife. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Let's see. Eric Hayes says that is what you allow in our society today when young people have no consequences and should be punished with jail. Hmm. Let me see. We have a society 
that does not do well by families. Society that does not do well by families create broken families. Broken families create broken children. And the broken children that came as a result of a broken society, we should just discard them into jail. Sounds pretty Christian to me. Yeah, I think that's what Jesus would do too. Yeah, that's what Jesus would do. That is silly. Jail does nothing. If you want to solve a problem, go to the core of the problem. America has a problem. We talk about family values, but we have policies that are at an and 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 anathema to the success of families. Completely. So please, if I wish people would do better thinking, Eric Hayes, that's to you, sir, my dear brother. Fix the problems that affect families and you fix the problem that affects crimes and much more. People aren't inherently criminal. Society creates the foundation of criminality. Oh, my God. That's not too difficult a concept, sir. All right, let's see. A Texas high school basketball player upset that he was benched on facing suspension allegedly pummeled his coach during a post-game parking lot beatdown, officials said. The 17-year-old player and his 22-year-old brother were booked on suspicion of assault. A public servant before such uh, posted a $20,000 bond and being released on Wednesday. The Montgomery County Jail said NBC News does not usually name minors charged with crime. Thugs. Yeah, but guess what? They had a good example. What did Donald Trump tell his people to do? Crack their skulls. I will bail you out of jail. So the master that you follow, Eric Hayes, is the example that many of these people are talking about. The thuggery of the president, the former president of the United States, is exactly what these guys are doing. You don't get what you want. You beat the crap out of those not giving you what you want. That's what the insurrectionists on January 6th did. That's what Donald Trump said to do at his rallies. So therefore, I am waiting for your atonement for having voted for the crook that has really trastornado our society. All right. Thank you. Uh, Paul Fleming said, Guy is a walking national risk. So this is a good first step. And I, yeah, uh, let's see. It's about agents who will reinstate 900 minimum subsidy SpaceX Starlink unit. Uh, let me see. That looks like an article that, that, that I should pull up, right? Okay. U.S. agents will not reinstate $900 million subsidy for SpaceX Starlink unit. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, let me put that on the screen for all to see. That's a good catch there. Uh, a, a good get, brother, um, brother Fleming. I want to put that up on the screen if I can. Uh, that's a very good catch. Let's go ahead and read that. The U.S. Federal Commission uh, Communications Commission on Wednesday reaffirmed. The U.S. Federal Communications Commission on Tuesday reaffirmed in 2022 decision in deny to deny SpaceX satellite internet unit Starlink 855 million in rural broadcast subsidies. He's a private company. Why does he want welfare for the government when he's always complaining about taxes? Ha <laughs> ha. But he wants to suck on the tits of the government. 
The FCPC said the decision uh, impacting Elon Musk's space company was based on Starlink's failure to meet basic program requirements and that Starlink could not demonstrate it could deliver promised services after SpaceX challenged the 2022 decision. The FCC followed a careful legal, technical and policy review to determine that this applicant had failed to meet its burden, FCC uh, Jessica Wilson Walt said. The FCC cited among its reasons SpaceX failure to successfully launch the Starship rocket, saying the uncertain nature of Starship future launches could impact Starlink's ability to meet its obligation, the, especially with a nutcase driving Starlink that is uh, this guy. Uh, the FCC, that is Musk, the FCC has rescinded. Uh, as rescind, rescind that funded in August 2022 based on uh, speed te- uh, speed test data after Starlink had agreed to provide high-speed internet service to 642,000 rural homes and businesses in 35 states. SpaceX said it's deeply disappointed and perplexed by the FCC decision adding Starlink is demonstrably one of the best options, likely the best option uh, to accomplish the goals in the rural internet program. The two Republican commissioners on the five-member uh, FCC dissented from the decision, saying the FCC was improperly holding SpaceX at uh, uh, the 2025 target three years early and suggesting that Biden administration's anger towards Musk was to blame. No, the guy's just a failure. Thank you. FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr said the commission was joined the growing uh, list of administrative agencies that are taking action against Elon Musk businesses and said the decision certainly fits the Biden administration pattern of regulatory harassment. Sure it does. Right, right. Musk said in a post on X, the FCC doesn't make sense. Starlink is the only company actually solving rural broadband at scale. They should arguably dissolve the program and return the funds to taxpayers, but definitely not send it to those who aren't getting the job done. No, what they should do is they should pretty much look at all the technologies that you used that came from we the people and confiscate that technology right back to its genesis so that all the technology that you, Senor Musk, stole go back to its rightful owner. That's what we need to do. That is what should be done, you crook. All right, let's see what else we got here. Mike Cisak says, yep, Elon Musk, a risk because he only hires American citizens. Well, that's a joke. The guy's a risk because he's trying to suck on, on it. He, well, how come you're not complaining about him getting welfare, Mike Cisak? I'm surprised you're not complaining about that, Cisak. Uh, E2247 is in the house. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Uh, let's see. Bruce Fowler says, Oats account. For those with hay fever. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Coming down, coming down, coming down. Problem is that the top 1% has 44% of the wealth, yet they did not earn that 44% of the wealth. And that's what I'm talking about, Bruce. They did not earn that. And that is where I call many of us still uh, maintain a slavery mentality in allowing these thugs to take. of the wealth of this country. It's an aberration of our economic system that allows that to occur. Paul Fleming says, corporate America's playbook, exploit workers to maximize profits, use profits to buy Congress, use Congress to pass union busting laws, use union busting laws to further exploit workers, rinse and repeat how we break this cycle, build back a powerful labor movement. Nailed it. You nailed it. 
You nailed it. Rodnin says, Egberto, Trump showed us who he is, but some still haven't learned. Daily Beast 2016, Trump knocked the crap out of protesters. Thank you. Uh, is that, let, let, let's go ahead and see if I can put that on the screen as well. So when, when Rudnin and all these guys talk about all these thugs, well, maybe they need to think how they can put away their master. And who is their master again? Massa Trump. Uh, Massa Trump. They love their Massa Trump, right? Oh, I didn't get that there. Let's put it on the screen. I think this is it here. There we go. All right, there it is. Trump knocked the crap out of protesters. I'll pay the legal fees. Yes. Donald Trump encouraged supporters to rough up potential protesters Monday on his final pre-Iowa caucus rally. If you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, Trump said after warning of possible rabble rousers. That is your GOP. Any comments? Any comments? Any comments? I doubt it. I really doubt it. You know why? Because the thuggery, the thuggery that we're talking about came right down from President Donald Trump at the time that he was president, that is. Thank you for, uh, for looking that up, Senor Rudnin. That's a good catch there. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, let's see what else we have. Bruce Pollard says, nice, nice. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we close that baby down. Uh, Lee Grant says leaky borders to ensure low cost labor. Uh, not, not really leaky border to ensure social security stays solvent. What about that one? All right. Bridge MCP says some of those on the right may not be MAGA, but those who are, yeah, they follow Trump's every word, and Trump knows it. So, yes, he started the Jan 6 insurrection. It is a cult. Agreed. Goes without saying. All right. Let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? All right. Keep, keep sending me uh, notes. And look, I, the videos that I have today are very short. So I would love for some of you to call in at uh, 281-823-7747. Again, that is 281-823. Seven seven four seven. Uh, seven seven four seven. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys remember? Like I, I, I mentioned to several people that uh, we've been a lot of us, a lot of pro, 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 a lot of us in progressive media. We do our research. We read papers, not only American papers, but papers overseas, reliable. Reputable papers overseas. We got State Four from uh, from uh, France. We also have Haratz from uh, Israel and many other rags, right? Uh, a few British rags, etc. And long before America, who has just jumped on the wagon, has been saying that Netanyahu is a war criminal who disregards the United States of America, who doesn't give a hoot about us or what blowback we can get. He just does whatever he wants in Israel. In fact, he is directly responsible for the 1,200 Israeli killed by Hamas in the worst terrorist attack on Israel since the Holocaust. Netanyahu is responsible for that, given that he allowed the funding of Hamas. We've been talking about this for a long time. I actually got a ban for one week at the Daily Coast because I said several truths about Netanyahu and they claim it was uncorroborated, even though I was saying that as the journalist because of all that I had read all over the place from reputable sources. 
And by the way, uh, my reputation stands, uh, I'm talking about my blog, EgbertoWillies.com, stands much with a much higher score than many of the other places that I, that I put my articles at. Okay? So got banned. People didn't want to accept that Netanyahu is the crook, the criminal, the murderer that he is. Well, it's coming to pass now. And when you have somebody like Joe Scarborough echoing this, ever, if ever so slowly, it makes the point. Netanyahu is not a partner. Netanyahu is an evil being. Netanyahu is killing people. And as long as Biden uh, just keep saying, please stop, please stop, please stop. Then uh, all that blowback is coming to us. Now, let's hear it from the words directly from an Israeli executive, an Israeli diplomat, as far as their intent. You thought that we were making this stuff up? Check this out, and we'll take it on the other side. Israel's ambassador to the UK reaffirmed that statement in an interview with Sky News, adding that a two-state solution with the Palestinians is not possible. Take a listen. We know we cannot negotiate with Hamas. It means we need to have a better future for the Palestinians. And in order to achieve that, you need to do what, solution. what you Is there did. still a chance for a two-state solution? I think it's about time for the world to realize the Oslo paradigm failed on the 7th but, of October, and we need to build a new one. And in but, order to build a new one... Does that new one include the Palestinians living in a state of their own. Is, I think, is that what it I includes? I think the biggest question is what type of Palestinians are on the other side? This is what Israel no, realized. They have a state, the, the answer is absolutely no, and I'll tell you why. Well, then because how can at there the be moment, peace? No, how can I'll there be answer peace you. The reason there is no Israel. peace is because the Palestinians... How could, without offering Mark, a state to Palestine, how Mark, can there be peace in Israel? Israel knows today, and the world should know now, the reason the Oslo Accords failed is because the Palestinians never wanted to have a state next to Israel. They want to have a state from the river to the sea. So the two-state solution is dead. Why are you obsessed with a formula that never worked, that created this radical people in the other side? Why are you obsessed with that? Think about it. Is that normal to carry on with a solution that never worked in the past? Okay. The Palestinians kept on denying, and now it will create another terror state. Israel is not interested Final. in that. Israel is not interested in that. We are not interested in this two-state solution. And But you know what? They have already gone to the UN and showed what their map looks like. And it included no Palestine. It was the entire region was Israel with a population that would never become citizens of Israel. In other words, it, Israel as an official apartheid state. No other way to put it. An oppressor an official apartheid state. If you're going to say there's no two-state solution and you have several million Palestinians in your, in, under your jurisdiction and cannot vote or do not have equal access, what is that if it's not an apartheid state? She just admitted, she just admitted that their goal is for, in fact, an apartheid state. She didn't quite say it in words, but the ultimate, the outcome of that is nothing more than an apartheid state. Yes, some citizens are Israeli citizens. I mean, uh, some Palestinians are Israeli citizens. But guess what? The, the idea is to isolate as many of them outside of territorial or, or, or Israel proper and throw them into occupied lands and then occupy as much of the occupied lands as territories so that in effect, 
you throw them onto. Do you remember in, in South Africa what is a Bantustan? Look it up, please. Everybody, look up Bantustan. That is how it looked in, 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 in South Africa, and that is how it's looking in Israel. Please, everybody, look up that word, Bantustan. That's where the, 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 the people who were the real citizens, that should have been the real citizens of South Africa, that's where they were placed, in the Bantustan. Okay? I, I'm waiting for somebody to say, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. And you can look. Occupy territory, Bantustan. Occupy territory, Bantustan. Please look it up. Look it up, please. Okay? And, and tell me if you don't see the congruency between what's occurring in Israel, what Israel is pretty much saying. Because remember, uh, she just said there will be no two-state solution. But those Palestinians are not going anywhere. So they were, that means there will remain a, an area for Palestinians who cannot vote on their freedoms, who cannot vote to rule themselves. Okay, look at this. I know it would, wouldn't be too long before it came. Bridge MCP went and looked it up and it said, a Bantu stand, also known as Bantu homeland, black homeland, black state, or simply homeland. Afrikaans, that were the Boers, uh, was a territory that the National Party Administration of South Africa set aside for black inhabitants of South Africa and Southwest Africa, now Namibia, as part of its policy of apartheid. By extension, outside South Africa, the term refers to regions that lack any legitimacy, consistent are consistent often of several unconnected enclaves or which have emerged from national or international gerrymandering, Palestinian enclaves. If you doubt it, again, what we have in Israel is an apartheid state. And I, I want to teach, uh, brother, uh, the only reason I'm addressing Ledo's last comment is because it's a necessary teaching thing that very few people know. He says, Israel from the river to the sea, free bus rides to Jordan and for the Palestinians. Uh, of course, that's an asinine statement. But within, within the, the uh, platform of Likud, the party that, that uh, Netanyahu is, uh, is ahead of, that phrase, from the river to the sea, was integral, was integral to their platform. So when, when they try to reverse that statement, to say it's a statement of, of uh, the, the Palestinian people. I'm not talking about Hamas or, or Hezbollah, but when they try to say that that is a Palestinian people wanting to uh, get rid of uh, uh, all Israelis, I want to ask you to, or want to remind you, where did that first appear? In the Likud platform. In the Likud platform. Okay, in the Likud, but uh, yes, it does have different meanings to different groups. But what I'm saying, the idea from the river to the sea means all this land is ours, and it has the same meaning for all groups that we will be we will be in this land from that from the Jordan River all the way to the to the sea, the Mediterranean Sea. Okay, uh, so let let's be clear here. Let's be very clear. And there's no whataboutism here, uh, Mr. Ledo. These are statements of fact. Statements of fact. 
and not, it, it, it's not even in dispute. But anyway, so that was the part that needed to be said about uh, the what uh, what what the ambassador to the UK is talking about. She is given the justification for a an apartheid state. All right, uh, let me let me just say this before uh, uh, continuing on the same topic until until Biden decide to get honest about what's going on in Israel, right? And stop sending $8,000 bombs over to Israel because all of this blowback is coming to all of us Americans. All of this blowback is coming to us, coming back to us Americans. Let's see, Eric, let me see what Eric says here. He says, it does not matter what literal rhetoric is brought here. It is a slur. Why would opposing groups chant it in a protest? Uh, you look, uh, it, it, I'm not going to justify that because that's not that's not a slur. First of all, that's not a slur. Uh, people are trying to change the narrative to 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 hide to get some people going crazy. That's what it's about. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and 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 continue here. Um, as you know, Republicans have decided that they want to impeach the president. They don't quite know why they want to impeach the president. They just know that the president needs to be impeached. So there is a little exchange here that I want you guys to hear between Nagus and one of the impeachers of you, ones that would want to impeach the president. And it just shows you the asinine nature of what these guys are trying to do. Let's go ahead and listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. What is the specific constitutional crime that you're investigating? Well, we're having an inquiry, so we can do an investigation. Okay. All the production of witnesses. And, and what is the and, crime and, you're investigating? And documents. <laughs> high crimes, misdemeanors, and bribery. What high and crime and misdemeanor are you investigating? Look, I, I will, once I get time, I will explain what we're looking at. What is the specific constitutional crime that you're investigating? Well, we're having an inquiry, so we can do an investigation. And okay. All the production of witnesses. And, and what is the and, crime you're investigating? And documents. High crimes, misdemeanors, and bribery. What high crime and misdemeanor are you investigating? Look, I, I will, once I get time, I will explain what we're looking at. Now, if that isn't a joke, for the two times that Donald Trump got impeached, there were reams of information as to his guilt, reams of information that pointed out how guilty this guy was of what he did. These guys have nothing. And you know why they don't have nothing? Because there's nothing there. So it's a joke. And what we have to do is lay out and make sure that everybody understands that it's a joke. So what does uh, what is it that uh, our great Congresswoman uh, Crockett, Jasmine Crockett, has to say about this? I want you to listen to Jasmine Crockett because Jasmine Crockett nails it as she always does. Listen to what she had to say about not only the impeachment, but also what this Republican Congress is all about. Pretty much nothing. 
purpose of the institution, the purpose of something like impeachment. We often talk about the many ways Trump and the GOP in his deed have undermined American institutions. And I wonder, as you watch this all go down, if you are concerned that your Republican colleagues are undermining what is supposed to be the seriousness of impeachment itself. They're not only doing that, Alicia. What we're seeing is the crumbling of our democracy in front of our eyes. And this is not to sound dramatic. I know I I recently did an interview where someone said, well, Democrats are always saying this is going to be the most important election. And if we don't do anything, then our democracy is on the line. Let me tell you, we are seeing it fall before our eyes, whether you want to look at the opinions that are coming out of the court or if you want to look at the clown show known as the 118th Congress. Every once in a while, they will tell you a truth here and there. They have not accomplished anything in a time in which the American people need us to do more than just talk. They need us to actually move policies that will better our lives. So for people that are hurting right now, guess what? Those hurts will only be deepened because you have unserious people. At some point in time, we got to say it's not about whether or not you're a Democrat, Republican or an independent. What we need to find out is who cares about democracy, who cares about the institution and who cares about me as a person. And that's who you need to vote for right now. We have a bunch of people that want to play politicians instead of actually being politicians. And it is hurting us not only domestically, but internationally. I fear for our international security almost on a daily basis because of the ineffectiveness that we see coming out of this Republican majority in the House. If that isn't nailing it, I know, don't know what is. Uh, yes, we should be concerned. We shouldn't be scared. We should be concerned about what the what the um, the Republican Congress is doing because they are inept. They are uh, treasonous. They are you you name all the negatives you can about them, and and they qualify perfectly for it. Now here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, the reason why the Congress is so lousy and made up with such ineptitude again is something that gerrymandered has brought right. And the good thing about it is the laws are the, the it's slowly the, the judiciary seems to be working because it seems like we will be able to take back our six seats in New York. We'll be able to take back a seat in Louisiana. We'll be able to take back a seat in Georgia. Uh, by the end of all of this, we should probably net an extra twelve to 18 seats just because of the gerrymandering as, as um, Elias said, he, he said earlier and I, I'm sorry. I, Oh, you know what? I actually, I, I actually have that. I'll, I'll add that to the, to the repertoire here, but in another video that I'm going to show tomorrow, likely Elias said, sadly, sadly, the system is rigged. Our voting is rigged. That small States get two senators. Give them more power. So if you have a lot of nutcases in uh, in in this uh, Carolina, we're not going to lose six seats in North Carolina. We're probably going to either break even or get a couple because that one is still going to likely, even though the courts didn't come back in their favor, North Carolina is changing sufficiently that the gerrymandering can only do so much. So we'll see about North Carolina, but we ain't losing six in North Carolina. And whatever we lose in North Carolina, we'll make up in New York, Georgia, Alabama, as well as uh, as well as um, 
Louisiana, and a few others. So we're just fine. Patrick Barron, welcome, welcome, welcome to Politics Done Right. North Carolina and South Carolina are turning blue. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, and you know what? The, the, the whole country is really blue. We just have to get them voting blue. Again, I repeat, the entire country is blue. We just have to get them voting blue. I want to play you a, a, another piece here that I that I ran. Uh, actually, I ran it as <laughs> I ran this one as a TikTok last night. Uh, I, I think I did it last night. Uh, let's see if I can find it because. It's amazing. Uh, what? Uh, let's see. Raskin economy unveiled. Uh, okay, here we go. I think you guys will find this one amusing, factual, and amusing. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Democracy Docket founder Mark Elias says it plain. Check this out. Tell me what you think. We need to just stop with the nonsense. There are no moderate Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives. There are proud MAGA and there are scared MAGA. That's it. 221 of them. Every single member of the Republican House, whether they were a proud MAGA or scared MAGA, just voted for a bogus, nonsensical impeachment motion to proceed because they pay fealty to Donald Trump. And it is a shameful moment in American history. It is a shameful moment for each one of these members. But it is an important moment that every American watching right now should realize that there is nothing other than an authoritarian MAGA movement in the Republican Party. And come next November, those members of Congress, a large number of them are going to lose their seats over this. Any questions? Any questions? Any questions? A lot of them are going to be losing their seats. Elias is a constitutional lawyer in the country, right? Yep, he is. Uh, let's see. Bree says, Egberto Willis, this was great. I think you're talking about the one with uh, Jasmine Crockett. Love her. I've interviewed Jasmine Crockett two or three times before. So uh, what can I say? Uh, here it is. I, I got to read this one because I think I just hyperventilated the, uh, Brother Ledo. I, I said... Uh, the whole country is blue. Seriously? The delusion is off the charts. People who cars for Egberta should get him the help he needs. Obviously needs. No, no, no. Don't worry about trying to help me. Look at the look at the polls. I ask people. Elizabeth Warren asked people. Uh, of, official pollsters ask people. Policy by policy by policy what they want. And all those policies line up with what progressives are offering. All the policies that progressives are offering poll north of 60%, some 70%, some 80%. Okay? All of them, including abortion, all the progressive policies. The only reason the country seems more red than it really is is because it's not a democracy. Every two senators in every state makes no sense. Okay, Ohio that disproportionately sent red people, red red politicians. A Wisconsin that more people vote Democratic, yet they send more representatives that are Republican to represent them in the House. That's not a democracy. When I say that the country is progressive, it's not a it's not a wishful thinking. It's not an asking. It's a statement of fact. 
it's the it's the rigging of the votes that prevent that reality from expressing itself. So look, there's no cop. There's not a I, there's not a question here. I didn't say that to say I wonder if my right wing brothers and sisters in the chat are going to believe that that the United States is really a progressive um, a progressive country. I ain't asking the question. I'm telling you what it is. All right. Michael Radense de Gilberto, one can hope that what Republicans have done with challenges to democracy and abortion should create blowback resulting in higher voter turnout in 2024. But I worry that if the Democrats don't push economic and environmental issues to raise wages, improve healthcare, and establish massive infrastructure investment, that blue wave will be a blue trickle and then we're all effed. Actually, I think you're absolutely right about that. I think we need to go full on progressive here and let them fight us on coming full on progressive because we have the winning numbers. Here's the problem, Michael Rudden. The problem is there are too many neoliberal Democrats who are who convince too many that telling Americans that this is what we're going to do for you. We are going to make sure to give you back what's yours, that somehow Americans don't want to hear that hogwash. Hogwash. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. It's that simple. It's that simple. Look, Lee Grant, the poll says Trump lead is huge. No, the poll says the last uh, registered voter poll has it 49-48 in favor of Biden. But that is not even I'm not even concerned about that because Biden has a hell of a lot of problems. Biden has lost half his Democratic support. Uh, uh, young democratic support with his support for Israel. Okay. And there are a lot of other things that Biden needs to do, notwithstanding his age. So that's what it is. Patrick Barron says, we are a social democracy and we have been this way since Truman, but the Republicans love to whitewash history, Egberto. That is true, but not all, but we are also a dysfunctional democracy. At some time in our history, we are going to have to fix the two senators per state because that is one of the biggest failures of this democracy. Also, the Electoral College, one of the big failures of our democracy. All right. All right. What else we got here? Patrick Barron says he agrees. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, anybody wants to call in? 281 I wish our corrupt plutocracy was actually a social democracy. Well, uh, Rudnin, the reason he, uh, social democracy is, hey, we've got social security, in, even if it's not the way we want it. We have Medicare, even if it's not the way we want it. And we have Obamacare, which isn't the way we want it. But we can change all of that into Medicare for all, basic income. And quite a few other things. We have the power to do it, but we have to have the belief in ourselves that we can actually go out there and do it. And to which I say all the time, if we go out there and vote, baby, we can do it. We can get it done. Folks, don't forget to share this program as you uh, as you move on. Share, 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 share. And give me them thumbs up. Let me see. The, is that correct? I only see one thumbs up. That can't be right. I know you love the program more than one thumbs up. All right, let's see what we got here. 11 thumbs up. Let's get that thumbs up way more than that. Come on, guys. Give me those thumbs up. Give me those thumbs up. Let's make sure that this stuff is sharing. Don't forget to share. Patrick Barron says Montana shouldn't allow states like, or rather Montana shouldn't allow states like Montana to speak for all of us. I'm from New Hampshire, so you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. 
All right, let's see what else we got. What else we got? MCP sound. What? I don't know what that means. I, I hope I don't. I don't know what that means, Eric. That uh, I think you need to check what you're saying. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what that means. Uh, I won't even repeat that. Uh, Michael Radden says universal dividend from generative AI is probably better than basic income, especially as the libertarians would uh, replace the social safety net with a flat tax. Well, uh, gener uh, from generative AI, I, a universal dividend, I don't know how that differs, right? Uh, AI uses the composite knowledge of the entire society, not only of the United States, but of the entire world. So there's a lot, there's a lot of technicalities there that we have to really get into because if if you have a American, think about it this way, you have an American company who is invested in AI. Uh, AI is nothing more than a, the intelligent aggregation of all the knowledge out there online, right? So therefore, a lot of that knowledge is in France, is in South Africa, is in Nairobi, it is everywhere. How do we handle that? I don't know. All right, let's see what else we got here. Egberto, he's replying to what I said. Over 50 voting areas are going to rank choice voting so far. Ah, so you're using the word rank. <laughs> okay, got you. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't being rude to, to my sister. That's all. All right, Michael Rudin says, Egberto, in the next decade, half of the workforce would lose their jobs due to generative AI. We're, we're going to have to figure that out soon. I think that's fine. I want half. I don't. I, I don't want half the people to lose their work. I want. I want people to have a work week that is fifty percent less instead of a forty-hour work week, twenty-hour work week. Guess what? That'll solve. Let's explain this. You get a twenty-hour work week. Mothers can stay home more, uh, longer with their kids. That means latchkey kids are no longer of a, a real thing. If there are no more latchkey kids, that means that a reduction in crime rate because kids are being supervised. If kids are being supervised, that means we don't need all the investments in jails and, and all these things that police officers use. If we don't put all that investment in that, we can further invest in educating. We can further invest in basic income. We can further invest in so much more. Again, but you have to get started somewhere, right? That's what it's all about. Anyway, I have one last video to show you. And this one I kind of repeat like three times because it was, it made me, it, it was so funny. I want you guys to listen because remember, the stock market is at a high right now. And Donald Trump said, if you elect, if you elect Biden back in 2016, the stock market is going to crash. Uh, you know what? If, we, if, he's, if he was wrong then, of course he's wrong again. So let's go ahead and play that. And then we'll take it in el otro lado. Yes. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. That bell marks a new record high for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Going to close above 37,000 for the first time ever. I, I, I got to say, Willie, it's. Uh... If he's elected, the stock market will crash. That bell marks a new record high for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Going to close above 37,000 for the first time ever. I, I, I got to say, Willie, it's. Uh... If he's elected, the stock market will crash. 
That bell marks a new record high for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Going to close above 37,000 for the first time ever. I, I, I've got to say, Willie, it's... Uh... Now tell me, guys, tell me, tell me, tell me. The stock market. I Look, I am not a stock market guy. I used to follow the stock market. I used to invest in the stock market. I lost a lot of money. I, let me tell you, I'll be honest with you guys. I am the worst person to invest in the stock market because you can't be logical to invest in the stock market at all. All right. So I never, I, I always lost money in the stock market. Of course, I don't have the kind of money to invest in the stock market anymore, but it was horrendous in the times that I invested. But for those who love the stock market and for Trump, who's telling folks don't vote for Biden because the stock market is going to crash. And he's saying the same thing again now. And I miss getting the clip of what he said. Uh, you know what? I think uh, we're OK. I think we're OK. I think we're OK. All right. Uh, look, I am. I don't have any more material. I think I exhausted all the material for the program. Uh, so the rest of the program is on you. I see that Rudnan has something for the screen, and I'm going to put that onto the screen. And then, guys, it's up to you to call in and keep the program going. Let's see. From Michael Rudnan, jobs, how it is versus how it should be. How it is. Damn, a robot took over my job. Now I have to look for a new source of monetary income. How it should be. Yay, a robot took over my job. Now I am free to actually enjoy life. That's the difference between capitalism and free enterprise with a strong social safety net. That's the difference. Oh, it's not on the screen. Sorry, sorry. Let me put it on the screen now. There it is. It is on the screen. Now, there it is on the screen. All right. My brother Ray, talk to me. Come on in, my friend. Ray, you're on. Okay, Ray, call back. It's, yeah, I tell you what, call back because it says, oh, it, they cleaned it up. It cleaned itself up. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I saw that clip that you played from uh, the stock market. And, um, you know, I want to humor you with the joke, you know, let's hear it as far as uh, Mr. Mr. Trump. Uh, if we're, if Mr. Trump was on Mari and he had to pull out the big envelope, he say the lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> Yes, absolutely so, my brother. Absolutely so. You know, oh. but go ahead. But the thing about it is people just have accepted Trump's lies for what they are. And it's like, I get it. Biden is not the Messiah. He's he's not the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I just would like to talk to these people. And I'm just going to I'm going to pull a. a, a letter from my mother. I know we're running low on time. I'm going to pull a letter from my late mother. Y'all out there who's still supporting Trump, y'all a bunch of lazy, non-critical thinking knuckleheads. And y'all need to get out of that and realize that if you let this fool take over what you consider this country, everything he said about if 
Biden gets elected, you won't have a country anymore if he gets elected. He's talking to you about himself, but he, you, you're not bright enough or critical thinking enough to hear it. And when he said, I'm going to be a dictator only on day one. Yeah. Day one until eternity, because at that point, he won't let us have another election. That's the way I feel. Well, you know, your, but, your mother, your mother is a wise, was a wise woman. Your mother was a wise woman. But here's the thing. There, there are two kinds of ignorance, <laughs> right? There's the ignorance caused by people uh, being in an indoctrinative state, right? And uh, there's a percentage of MAGA that is that way. But then there's a percentage of MAGA that they are willfully ignorant. In other words, they choose to remain willfully ignorant because it gives them that it, it is that blanket that that wraps them that wrap themselves into some form of uh, uh, it gives them that cozy feeling of uh, some air of superiority because if you hate them they must be something special. So I mean, I, in our group we have both of them. In on our in our thread we have both levels of MAGA. The willfully ignorant and also the ones that just have been indoctrinated. I can work easily with the ones that have been indoctrinated. I'm learning how to simply disregard the, the ones that are willfully ignorant and just use their ignorance to enlighten others that are listening to the podcast. Because we get thousands after the show goes. We don't get a lot of live listeners. But on the podcast, that is where uh, this this message has to open up itself and and with your your mother i love your mother's words i may cut i may cut that out and make a little clip out of it for uh my tiktok and and uh for my tiktok and my instagram feed you may see it there hey man i gotta get on tiktok so i could so i could start boosting your post because um yeah i, I just feel like you know tiktok you know has a tendency to pick up my bad habits so uh -huh. I have to create good habits and, and be able to, to pull out the, the educational material that's on there because there's a lot of, there's a lot of crap on there. <laughs> find, find politics on right on TikTok. And remember to share it and pin it and like it, all that good stuff so that we can get more traction on TikTok. And all, like I said, I'm going to cut out this portion that you're from your mother. So your voice is going to be on TikTok by tonight, brother. <laughs> hey. I appreciate it. Berto put me on the map. <laughs> hey, anything else uh, before we go? Uh, yeah, just um, all y'all non-voters out there who think that y'all life will be easier if Trump is in office. Y'all really might want to think that over again, but that's a conversation for another day. Stay Thank blessed, you very Berto. Thank you very much, Ray. You take care, my brother. Appreciate you. Anyway, folks, uh, back to the screen from Brother Rudnin. How it is, damn, a robot took over my job. Now I have to look for a new source of monetary income. That's how it is now. But how it should be, yay, a robot took over my job. Now I am free to actually enjoy life. People, that, uh, that is, if you elect the right progressives, that second way it's what it's supposed to be. I'm, I want to take the last three minutes to tell you guys something. Because the indoctrination that went into you is that the reason we need these billionaires, the reason we need these high profits at the expense of the worker, etc., is if that doesn't occur, you won't get innovation. 
innovation mean the things to move society forward, etc. But here's the truth. The innovators are not the ones getting the billions. It's the market makers and the, the execs that get that. The engineers, the scientists, the doctors, they are not the ones making these billions. So how dare you say that it'll stifle innovation if you create an equitable economic system? It's what they taught you to believe. It is time for us to use our head. The innovators, most of them innovate for next to nothing. Okay? Don't fall for the crap. Innovators are not billionaires. They are not. Let's remember that. Bridge MCP says, can you make the stock market clip so I can share it? Of course I can. And I will. I absolutely, and I'm going to clean it up better than it is right now. Bridge, I'm going to, because I kind of left a, a piece of uh, Scarborough on there that I need to cut out. But just for you, I'm going to make sure to do that. So, um, and, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tag you when I have it ready. Um, anyhow, folks, we got to get out of here. But before I get out of here, I want to ask all of you, you see the amount of work that goes into putting all this stuff together. It's not only this show, but it's all the articles that we write, all the books that we write. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. And right now, this is pretty much a one person shop with the help of Breach and Michael Rudnan always there to help find things around. If you take a look at Breach handling the YouTube for me, etc. Uh, it, it's a one person operation. It's hard. Uh, it's not lucrative. The truth of the matter is we need your support. Um, this this is not only an altruistic uh, an altruistic thing. This is what we have to do if we are going to make this country a better country. So I ask you to support what we do. What we do here is important work. I know that you know that. Uh, you know, I got I got a, a a letter from one of our listeners that just warmed my heart when it says. They wake up every day and they listen to what they, they, they wait till three in the afternoons to listen to what we are talking about. And uh, it makes your day because it gives them hope. It gives them hope that there is a better day coming. And just think about the amount of people who are listening to our podcast, listening to me interpret some of what you guys are saying here or putting on what it really means to many. It really means to many. And I tell you, it means to me, too. I mean, uh, I am tired as hell because of the hours I put in. But my most joyous time is at six in the morning and three in the afternoon central time. And that's because I'm doing what I love to do. And that is speaking to all of you, listening to all of you, making sure that we know that we're all doing something positive, something positive to move our society forward. So please support us. Go to politicsandright.com slash support. That has all the different options to support of, of how you can support this program. Uh, that's all that we ask. It, it, it's, it's, it's not much at all. Uh, go to uh, It's whatever you want it to be, actually. Politicsandright.com slash support. I'd like to ask all of you who have the wherewithal to do so to please subscribe to the newsletter. We actually fell back by one person yesterday. One per, well, it's not a fallback. It, somebody's membership just lapsed yesterday. Uh, go ahead and please consider 
uh, subscribe into our newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. A paid subscriber give you access to all my books, subsequent and current books. Um, and uh, so, I mean, you know, I, I, you want to offer a little, little something for those people who are giving us a coffee or two a month. So please consider giving us a coffee or two a month by subscribing to our newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.